one side, we have dozens of US lawmakers issuing dire warnings. But then on the other side, 150 million users in the US just want to keep making those fun videos on TikTok. Where do you stand? More info to keep you up to date next. I'm Brooke Holst. First, your ticket feed this hour. NATO responds to President Putin's plans to station nuclear weapons in neighboring Belarus. The Chinese Communist Party being able to access that data and potentially using it for nefarious purposes, spying on folks. Can the US government ban TikTok? A full review is looming and a top official says the fate of TikTok depends on the findings. A state of emergency has been declared for Mississippi as it grapples with the trail of tornado destruction that has killed at least 26 people. And messy mania in Buenos Aires after a steakhouse was mobbed by hundreds of fans who just wanted to get a glimpse of their favourite soccer star. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers around the world. It's great to see you today. Stay with us as we begin with breaking news this hour. Breaking now and Ukraine is calling for an emergency UN meeting to counter Russia's nuclear blackmail. NATO has called Vladimir Putin's plans to store tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus both dangerous and irresponsible. NATO is closely monitoring the situation and said the move would not lead to changing its own nuclear strategy. The US said it did not believe Russia was preparing to use nuclear weapons. Putin compared the move to the US stationing their own weapons in Europe, but NATO has described Russia's reference to the nuclear sharing as misleading. The question everyone wants to know is, can the US government actually ban TikTok? Well, that is looming in the US as questions over the data privacy is continuing over the Chinese-owned app. This follows the TikTok CEO facing four and a half hours of questioning at a US congressional hearing. Now, there was criticism of TikTok from both Republicans and Democrats, and the level of distrust is clear from both sides. US Senator Mark Warner says TikTok poses a national security threat. The bottom line is that the Chinese Communist Party being able to access that data and potentially using it for nefarious purposes, spying on folks that may be part of the Chinese diaspora, frankly, that are against the government, and also this being used as a propaganda tool. Now, on the American sites, listen, I think there ought to be privacy rules. I think there ought to be data portability. I think we need reforms on the Section 230, which frankly gives these American sites a get-out-of-jail-free card no matter what they put forward, and I think Congress ought to act on that. But as chairman of the Intelligence Committee, uh, I believe TikTok poses a national security threat. And before all the potential bad action takes place, we ought to act. Meanwhile, the NSE's John Kirby says there are valid national security concerns about TikTok, but a full review needs to be completed before a ban is actually determined. 
Well, there's an ongoing, as you know, and review by the Committee on Foreign Investment. In Three the years now. Ongoing review. We, it's an independent review. We want to respect that process. But look, in the meantime, the president's already said we absolutely have national security concerns about that application, and he's banned it from government devices. We don't want to get ahead of this review. We have uh, endorsed the Restrict Act, uh, pending legislation. We'd love to see that passed by the Congress so that the president can have additional tools and authorities. We showed a video in that last segment of the <clears throat> president on TikTok from a video shot by a celebrity inside the White House. So for the 150 million Americans who still use this app, how do you say to them, sorry, we're going to take it away? It's not on it government. It's hypocritical. It's, hypocritical. Not, it's not on government devices. We do have <laughs> legitimate national security concerns. A state of emergency has been declared for Mississippi as it grapples with the trail of tornado destruction that has killed at least 26 people. But more severe weather is now expected. Matthew Laratonda reports. Disaster relief efforts are pouring into Mississippi and Alabama, grappling with the 170-mile trail of destruction there and tales of survival that defy the odds are emerging. It everything. Johnny Carrother lives in Silver City, Mississippi, one of the string of towns hit by the rare and powerful tornado on Friday. At least two dozen people have been killed, hundreds of buildings leveled, 26,000 are without power, and weather forecasters say more severe weather, including the possibility of more tornadoes, may be coming. I got in the chair behind that corner there, my wife and mother-in-law and dog on further in the hall there. And I got a big door and put it over that, and the glass started flying through this way. And I had my back against that door trying to hold it. And then all of a sudden, it turned away from that door and went straight through that away. And then the top flew off. In some of these areas, there was no safe spot to go to. Reuters spoke to Jarrett Brown, an Army veteran and now volunteer leader for a disaster response organization called Team Rubicon. He was in Selma, Alabama, helping recovery efforts and is now in Rolling Fork, believed to be the worst hit town. Many of the residents here are facing an uncertain future now. It has a population of 1,900 and according to census data, about a fifth are below the poverty line. It was 20 seconds, 18, 20 seconds. Um, one of the homeowners, you know, said they finally woke up and they looked up and they thought they were dead. And they looked they're like, well, I don't see the clouds of heaven. They're like, and then I looked down and I didn't see the fires of hell. So from right there, I knew I wasn't dead. Uh, but it's that quick. And then you look at the aftermath, you're like, there's no way that was 18 seconds. President Biden has approved a federal state of emergency declaration for Mississippi, which will provide additional funding and aid to supplement local efforts. Creed 3 star Jonathan Majors has been arrested in New York City on assault and harassment charges. Majors was part of this ad campaign with the U.S. Army, who have quickly pulled the ads from showing in the U.S. He was arrested on Sunday morning in Manhattan following a domestic dispute. A 30-year-old woman suffered minor injuries to her head and neck and was taken to a hospital in stable condition. The U.S. Army says while Mr. Majors is innocent until proven guilty, prejudice dictates that we will pull our ads until the investigation into these allegations is complete. Majors rose to fame in 2019 with the film The Last black man in San Francisco and appeared in Marvel's Ant-Man and the Wasp released this year. 
French Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne has revealed she intends to meet with opposition leaders and trade unions. This is on the hope of ending weeks of protests against new pension reforms being brought in. Demonstrations have been taking place across France over the past few weeks. President Emmanuel Macron pushed through legislation to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 without a final vote, which angered unions and citizens as well. Macron is aiming to have the legislation passed into law by the end of this year. He has ruled out scrapping or reversing the legislation, giving the Prime Minister the task of getting people on side. Amazon is slashing another 9,000 jobs to manage economic uncertainty. This card will focus on Amazon's cloud services, advertising and Twitch units. Online retail behemoth Amazon on Monday said it would cut 9,000 more jobs, making it the latest big tech company to announce a second round of layoffs in the face of a possible recession. In a remarkable turn for a company long touting its job creation, Amazon will have eliminated 27,000 positions in recent months, or 9% of its corporate jobs. The move comes as other tech giants are also slashing jobs after a pandemic-led hiring spree. Microsoft, Salesforce, Alphabet, and Facebook parent Meta have all cut their payrolls in recent months. Amazon follows Meta in becoming the second bellwether to announce a second round of cuts. In a statement posted on the company's website, CEO Andy Jassy wrote, quote, Given the uncertain economy in which we reside and the uncertainty that exists in the near future, we have chosen to be more streamlined in our costs and headcount. The cuts will be concentrated in Amazon's cloud services, advertising, and Twitch units. Amazon last month said operating profit may continue to slump in the current quarter, hit by the financial impact of consumers and cloud customers clamping down on spending. Sales from its lucrative cloud computing division slowed during the fourth quarter. Shares of Stay with us. We have plenty more Ticker News coming up right after this. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.